Hello, and welcome to Young Catholic Speaks. My name is Bennett, and today I'm going to be talking about Sola Scriptura, a doctrine taught by many, if not most, Christian churches, but not the Catholic Church. Today I'll be discussing what it is, why it came about, and why the Catholic Church doesn't teach it. I'll start with what Sola Scriptura is. Sola Scriptura is Latin for only the scriptures. It is a doctrine that was introduced during the Protestant Reformation, and it basically teaches that scripture is the only guaranteed way to find spiritual truth. It teaches that scripture is the highest authority when it comes to spiritual truth, and tradition is inferior to scripture. In other words, the only thing that can dictate what our faith is and how we act upon it is scripture. Why did Sola Scriptura come about? Sola Scriptura was introduced by Martin Luther during the beginning of the Protestant Reformation. Luther had a very good reason for introducing Sola Scriptura. At the time, the Pope and several other bishops were abusing their authority to grant what we call indulgences. This will take a bit of explaining. Catholics believe that there are three places that we can go after death. Hell, which is the place of eternal punishment, heaven, which is the place of eternal reward, and purgatory, the place of temporary punishment. Purgatory is the place where we go if we have any lingering effects of sin when we die. Purgatory is there because if we are to be in full communion with God, who is perfect, we ourselves need to be perfect too. Purgatory cleanses us of the remains of sin, and once we are free of sin, we move from purgatory into heaven. We know that God is both perfectly merciful and perfectly just. Because he is merciful, he sent his Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to be sacrificed for our sins, which we could never completely make up to God on our own. However, God is also perfectly just, so we must make up for our sins as much as we are able to. This is where indulgences come in. Indulgences are granted by the church when we perform specific good acts, along with meeting a set of conditions. Indulgences can remove some of the remains of sin, and that's called a partial indulgence, or all of the remains of sin, and that is called a plenary indulgence. Indulgences remove the time necessary for us to be in purgatory before we can go to heaven and be with God. If we still have the remains or consequences of sin when we die, and we accept God's mercy, we go to purgatory, and then go to heaven when we are cleansed of all sin and are ready to be with God. Purgatory is not a place where God gets revenge for our sins, but rather is another step that he takes to get as many people to heaven as possible. Anyway, now that we know about purgatory and indulgences, Let's get back to the history. The Pope and several bishops were involved in the sale of indulgences. Martin Luther, who was a Catholic monk, heard about this and was rightfully upset. He eventually split from the Catholic Church in an attempt to correct the abuses. That's why he promoted Sola Scriptura. It would prevent any church from abusing authority because all authority would be in the Bible. But the Catholic Church still does not teach Sola Scriptura. So what does the Catholic Church teach? While Sola Scriptura teaches 
that only the Bible is the chief authority on truth. The Catholic Church teaches that the Bible, as well as sacred tradition, work together to give us truth. Specifically, the Bible must be interpreted with sacred tradition in mind, while sacred tradition has its foundations in sacred scriptures. Although the Catholic teaching is clearly in direct opposition to sola scriptura, there is also another reason why the Catholic Church does not teach sola scriptura. It has to do with one of the four characteristics of the Catholic Church. The Church is one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic. I'm going to focus on the fact that the Catholic Church is one. The thing that makes the Catholic Church one church is its one teaching. The entire Catholic Church throughout the world believes in the sacred tradition and the way it interprets the Bible. For instance, if you go to a Catholic Mass on any given day all around the world, you will hear the same readings from Scripture everywhere in the world on that one day, with a few possible minor exceptions. Another great example is the Liturgy of the Hours, which is one of the oldest prayers in the Church. A large part of the Liturgy of the Hours is reading from sacred scripture, especially the Psalms. So while the Liturgy of the Hours is a tradition of the Church, it has its foundations in scripture. Also, if there is a dispute on how to interpret the Bible, we look to tradition, which probably already has the answer figured out. Sola Scriptura doesn't provide for this issue. If there is a dispute about how to interpret the Bible, there is nothing to turn to to figure out what God is trying to say to us. And don't get me wrong, the Bible is designed to teach us in any situation, and it can be interpreted differently at different times. But when it comes to interpreting the scriptures in general, without sacred tradition, people who disagree can either agree to disagree or split up. In fact, this is one of the main reasons that there are thousands of Christian denominations worldwide, harming the necessary unity of God's holy universal church. I didn't make this episode to denounce the idea of sola scriptura, but to help both sides of the argument understand the other side more. By understanding each other's beliefs, we come closer to mending the Christian community that has fallen apart. Thank you for listening. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone. The direct link to all of my episodes is youngcatholicspeaks.podbean.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. My name is Bennett, this is Young Catholic Speaks, and I'll see y'all next month.